Oh crap, we're not even live on. A city! A city! I forgot there's a countdown clock on Facebook's now. A city, a city, a city, a city, a city. A city. Dude, uh, dudes and dudettes. We're not even watching yet, but probably listening days. Hey, did you even post the other one? I haven't been able to get it to post, bro. So Jeffrey hates all of our listeners, that's for sure. Well, if there was anywhere that I could get access to that had actual Wi-Fi that could upload a file, I would absolutely, you know, just be all about it. Be all over it. Oh, like Tyler Biotish, bro? Yeah, like Tiffany Haddish, bro. Like Tiffany Haddish. Boo-hoo. Boo-hoo. Uh, yes, dude, there he is. I was about to mention him. I was like, I, I ran into Matt Silva on the way over here, so. Well, he commented uh, just now. He's like, when are we going to start, bro? And I was like, <laughs> never. The Lord does not allow us to start such things. Here we are. We're all up in here. Welcome welcome to the party, Matt. Israel's here, too, dude. Hey, I'm here, hey. dude. We've got the gang. The gang's all here. What do we want to talk about? We talk about, uh. Yo, we have to apologize this isn't going to be an every month thing, maybe. I don't know. Where we do one, skip one, do one, skip one. Oh, yeah. We, we, we're we busy boys. Sometimes we got stuff going on. Sometimes people are all like, hey, there's things going on in such day. You want to come help us? And I'm like, nah, my thanks. And then we go anyway. And then we see the Lord. We need a soundboard, like a, like one that makes sounds. Like a... Like a rap horn sound, dude. Heck yeah. Yeah, I don't know. At some point, I'm going to get these uploaded, bro. It's going to happen. We will upload these podcasts. It, it will, will happen, happen again. <laughs> it will happen again. It's just uh, sometimes, yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I tried, yeah. to, I tried to upload the one from two podcasts ago. But the Lord was like, no, I'm all right. And it took, it was like almost three hours and it didn't ever upload and i was like i'm not staying here anymore dude just admit it so then i went home jesus, and i tried bro. to upload it and it was like nah bro just admit it you hate jesus bro and i tried to upload the last one and it was like nah bro and then i tried to upload it again and it was like double nah bro and i was like okay well we're gonna figure this out at some point but i don't know when does the bank have good uh does the bank have good wi-fi i don't right? know i haven't tried there yet i uh i think that my um I think that my computer still has the Wi-Fi password saved from the bank. So I might just drive over to the bank and sit outside and see if the signal will reach outside <laughs> after this and upload it real quick, bro. It'll be awesome. And then you'll get three podcasts at once. <laughs> I finally found the, uh, so the one from two times ago, episode uh-huh. 65. You found it? I, f- I like we're now recording over what it used to be. Oh, nice. <laughs> but I, I made sure to save it where I could find it. Boom. Bro. He just he just wants us to do that so he can be on the pod. Dude, he wants to be <laughs> at the office. Dude. Like, no, bro. We're not going to go. No. All right, you, give us a key and let us come to the office. Because we can't lock you out of your own office, bro. Yeah, bro. And then... Unless there's one room where you can't physically get in. <laughs> then we'll use that room and lock the door. He just wants to be on the pod, bro. He's bro. just trying to find ways. Bro. Stop finding just, ways to be on our podcast. I should just see if the bank will just let me uh, record at the bank after hours. <laughs> okay, deal. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving by on the way over here, and uh, he was like, I don't know if he's, he was running into, the, into his office real quick. And uh, I was like, Matt! And he turned around. 
Like he was about to fight somebody. Wow, bro. Why are you trying and, to fight uh, somebody, bro? I can have your office. Let's go, bro. Wait, you have a vault in your office? This is becoming more enticing and more appealing to talk about. Well, we need to discuss this further. Can we do a show in the vault? Then it magically. Or are locked? you talking about in the vault at the bank? Because now we're talking about two different things. Or the vault of my heart, bro. The vault of my heart. It's a locked. It's a locked. It's a locked vault, bro. It's a locked vault. Yeah, he was with the, the vault, vault and the key, bro. Nah, bro, we can't get in the vault. Once the vault's closed, <clears throat> bro, we can't be open again until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. Apparently, there's like rules and stuff. It's on a. Uh, it's on a timer. But the thing is, in every movie about robbing, it's okay to take the vault if you have a gun. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm it's gonna okay do it. It's okay to take it. I'm not. I'm not saying I'm gonna do it. Wait, you're saying, but you're but saying in it, the movies, it's okay to take the vault if you have a gun. I don't think it's okay to take the vault. I just think they they let you so they don't get shot. Huh? That's weird. Who has rules, bro? I don't know. Not me, dude. Not me, dude. I don't. I, I don't have I don't no rules. To nobody, bro. I do whatever I want as I, long as my mom says it's okay. I literally. And... I nope. Stop. <laughs> stop. <laughs> This is the same thing that I was talking to Sean and Terrence about yesterday. It's like, bro, you can't make, because uh, they were making jokes about black people. Okay. And I was like, I can't laugh at that, bro. Like, that's not fair. You can't put me in that position. He's like, no, but we're making the joke. I was like, no, that that still doesn't count. Oh, so though. that you can't laugh? Yeah, because then I feel bad for laughing because I don't know if I'm gonna like, because you know, it's all like, ha, ah, that was a good one. And they're like, what you laughing at? Oh, it's better. It's so it's more okay for you to laugh at it than it is for me. Yeah, Sean Minor 49er, bro. Sean Minor, bro. Minor 49er. You know Minor 49er, dude? Dude, tag him in this, bro. Yeah, tag him right now if, if you're you friends with him. If you do know Sean or if you're friends with him, tag him in this tag right now. Tag him right now, dude. You tag him. You can comment. <laughs> I'm going to tag Sean and Jordan, bro. Oh, shit. Sean Minor 49er, dude. Nope, I don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, tag Jones too, bro. Brother Jordan Melgen. Tagging them both, huh? Boom. Trying to get everybody in here. Well, you might be able to tell him once he jumps in here in a minute. Cause once we he just jumps in him. here real hard with all his life. Jordan's not going to jump in, dude. Because if he jumps in, we're just going to tell him that we want Scott Staff instead of him. <laughs> They're FB official, bro. You and Sean Miner, bro? Nice. That's pretty awesome. I mean, hey. I mean, me and him, we talked for like 10 minutes after church yesterday. He was like, he was like, bro, literally everybody except for you and me are scheduled for this deal at the NAS tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, he's got Izzy playing drums. And then, I don't know, Hannah was singing and all this other stuff. And I was like, all right. Wow, dude, you better jump back on whenever you get done. Uh, With all your seconds, bro. Whenever you get done breaking into that house that you were telling me about earlier. Wow, bro. <laughs> you're you're planning to do... Uh, he was like... Uh, thievery? He was like, hey, I got to go take some papers to this girl. And I was like, I'm going inside no matter what. And I was like, oh, wow, dude. Just a B&E just to, get her to sign some papers? I would never do that just to get somebody to sign papers. I would, bro. If I needed you to sign some papers, dude, I'd break into your house right now. I don't know if it's because of who I am, but women find me repulsive. Because of who you are, I find you repulsive. <laughs> 
Dude, uh, I don't know what Jason said something on Sunday, and uh, all of a sudden I was like, "Come in from the outside." I wish you you were sitting right next to me because Morgan had no idea what I was doing, bro. Come in from the outside. Don't be ashamed. Coming from the outside and bless his name. Oh, it's all on the inside. Where his glory reigns. Yes, dude. But, uh, but did you die? <laughs> but did you die, though, bro? <laughs> Not bro. No, yeah, dude. Like, I, I didn't even know y'all were going to. I thought you were just going to go to go, but I guess you didn't even know about this thing. I didn't know about it until yesterday, but I had uh, a Bible study I had to go to because I have to miss it this Sunday. For nice the gathering study, of all of her eagles. Hey, Mom. Who's he talking? Is he talking? What conversation? <laughs> about Israel Houghton, bro? About Israel Houghton, bro? Or about Bible study? Stomp? Who's the Bible study with, bro? Uh, different ministries. Oh, that's right. That's right. There's like 17 Seven dudes ministries. or something there last night. It's pretty dope. We had fajitas. Nice. They're pretty good. Did you eat real hard? Of course I did, dude. Did you learn about the Lord any? I mean, he's there, right? <laughs> I learned uh, all the things I already knew, bro. Nice, dude. Like, no, glorify him and bless him, bro? Bless him and glorify him with all of my hearts and my guts and my innards. I'm waiting for that video to drop that you and me recorded yesterday, though. Dude, like, I'm, like, ready to just, like, do it, bro. Hey, ma. What's up, Claudia? That's my mom. I know. I see her, dude. Hey, mom. Hey, mom. But, um, yeah, dude, same. Like, he's going to do a lot of editing, though. We we literally we messed were not, it up, dude. like, dude, like, not one perfect <laughs> thing was said on that whole thing. No, dude, we were there just laughing the whole time. Yeah, dude. And after I, I don't even know who Neil McClendon is. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> he's not like. I mean, I know of him. I've never Talk been about how a... awesome Neil McClendon is. He's awesome, bro. Apparently, he's awesome, bro. <laughs> From what? I told Christian that it felt like we were doing a wrestling promo. <laughs> I'm sorry. What is that, Jeff? Okay. In fact, we're getting news. That Shut up, Siri. Shut up, Siri. We're getting news right now that, in fact, Neil McClendon is awesome. Is awesome. Yeah, dude, it did sound like we were doing a promo. Saturday night at the Tri-State Fairgrounds. <laughs> Me and Jeff, we're going to go at it in an I quit match. At the Tri-State Fairgrounds, bro. We're going to have a an Iron Man match. Dude, okay, so speaking of that, the Tri-State Fairgrounds. I don't know if you ever watched any, like, wrestling documentaries, like the one with Bret Hart wrestling with shadows. Like he wrestled shadows? No, like they actually wrestling with oh, shadows. Oh, the thing, it's called wrestling with shadows. It's, it's, oh, called, it, it's gotcha. called wrestling with shadows. Yeah. They follow the whole thing up to him getting screwed in 97. The the Montreal, the Montreal screw job, bro. Yeah, they follow it all, dude. Like they get it on camera and everything. You know what the real Montreal screw job is? Huh? The fact that they don't have the Expos anymore. That is true. Dude, monster trucks, bro. I've never been there before, dude. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. To the, oh. the Tri-State Fairgrounds? No, to the monster oh. truck stuff. Because oh. I only went to Bible studies and church services. It's true. That's okay. my mom. Okay, as a kid, yes, that's true. That is true. 100%, bro. I never went to those things. All I did was go to uh, to church and Bible studies, bro. That's and true. And pastor's meetings. But anyways, no. And uh, <laughs> so there's this other documentary Yeah. called, uh, oh... Is it about Terry Funk? 
Uh, yeah, Beyond the Mat. Okay, sick. Right. Okay. So it's about Terry Funk and his last match against Breast Heart. Uh, Breast Heart. <laughs> yes, your your heart is behind your breast, bro. Thank you. Thank you for saving that. <laughs> Bret Hart uh, and Terry Funk were going to wrestle for the WWF Championship in Amarillo, and they did. Are you serious? Yeah, back in 97. And they had a bunch of, like, Mick Foley was here, like a bunch of wrestlers were here. Mick Foley was here, like, a couple weeks ago, bro. He was, apparently, yeah. He hung out with Terry Funk. And they went to Dickies, I think. No, they went somewhere else. But Sean hasn't responded yet. Sean Michaels? Like, no. Sean, uh... Minor? Yeah, Sean Minor hasn't responded yet, but we talked about it. But um, his dad knows Terry Funk. Like, like his dad like knows, knows Terry wait, Funk. Wait, hang on, wait. Oh, yeah, Terry Funk used to wrestle at the Bull Barn all the time back in the day. Wait, here in Hereford? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he... Uh, like back in uh, the 70s and 80s? Uh, he mentioned that, too. He's like, oh, down, down there in Hereford. That's what he said one time in an interview. <laughs> Herford. You know who else came to Herford, bro? Who? Your girl Selena's, bro. That's not my girl, but she does She does look good. <laughs> she came to, uh, to Herford and sang at the Boulevards, bro. You told me that. What? You told me that. What? That she looks good? No, no, no. That she came to Herford. And, uh, <laughs> I thought you were trying to not get in trouble right now. <laughs> no, no, no. Before Izzy was born 100%, dude. Yeah, dude. No, I mean... She, well, yeah, way before, dude. Like, way before I, I was probably even a thought she came to, to Hereford. <clears throat> that and uh, Terry Funk was wrestling here, too. Did you go to any of those or no? No, dude, I didn't. Uh, it was before I was born, probably. Oh, wow. Wow, dude. First of all, I. Oh, she came to the Sugarland Mall? What the heck? I don't know, dude. Back in the day, the Sugarland Mall was a, a real big, like, it was a big deal. From what uh, from what Monty Smith tells me, he was bumping and jumping. Bu- bumping and jumping, bro. It was bumping and jumping. I don't know, though. All that happens there now is old ladies walk around. That's true. They do. And Apparently, the there's like a crepe really place now. Huh? There's a place you can buy crepes now. Uh, there? Yeah, at the mall. Oh, nice. The, the lady that owns the Sugarland Mall Grill was, like, talking about it last week, and I was like, I should go check that out, but then I haven't gone yet. Would you like some crepes? No, you lady. Shut no, up. No, you lady. Break it, Frenchie! Break it. <laughs> oh, really? That's this is really, just really thin pancakes. Shin pancakes. Just say, just say, I love thin pancakes. Break it, Frenchie. I, I don't mess with Christ before I came here today. <laughs> I'm just going to sit here and drink this beer. <laughs> Break it, Frenchie. <laughs> yep, he did it. <laughs> but, yeah, dude, so Sean's dad... Sean Miner's dad knows Terry Funk. Knows Terry Funk, and I'm not. I'm, I'm sure he's he sold it more than I'm actually selling it. Yeah. Like I don't think they're like, hey, let's hang out, but that they've met and that he knows him. But it's like, yo, like, it's probably like me, like meeting Jordan and knowing of him, probably like that. Jordan Malugin. Yeah. Like now I know him more, but what I'm saying right. is like at the. Like first when you first met him, met you knew him, of it was him, just but... like I knew of him. It was okay. probably that. I got you. But it's all like, bro, like we need to go find Terry's house now. Yeah, dude, let's go to Terry Funk's house right now, bro. Dude, like we just need to take a trip to Amarillo on a Saturday and spend all day just trying to find Terry Funk's trying house. Trying to find <laughs> Terry Funk's house, bro. <laughs> go start early in the morning, like about nine o'clock. That's not early, but 
Excuse me. That's not early. <laughs> but 9 o'clock, go to IHOP, because we can't search on an empty stomach. No, we can't. Go to IHOP, find Terry, uh, eat, go find Terry Funk. All right. Once we find Terry Funk, ask him all kinds of questions about wrestling. And then after we finish asking him all the questions about wrestling, we ask him if he wants to go watch the new Batman with us. All right. And if he says no, then we'll just go watch <gasps> the new Batman without him. He's he's absolutely right. Well, we can at least find what property he owns if we do that. <laughs> That's true. And you just pull up the cat, bro. I can do that. I forgot all about the appraisal. Thank you, bro. Thank you for telling us about that. He's pro- I bet he lives in uh, Potter County. Well, supposedly his thing was, uh, what is it? Uh, what was his ranch name? He lives on a ranch. Terry Funk and the uh, Funky Bunch. Nope. Now I'm, now I'm curious, bro. Just do it, bro. Hey, Terry Funk, where are you, bro? Hey, Terry Funk, where you live at right now? Search yourself right now, bro. Where you at, dude? <laughs> what are you saying? He goes, see, and y'all don't want me on. <laughs> Did you find it? What was? Hold on, dude. What, what were you reading about before that, dude? Don't worry about that, bro. <laughs> Things that don't ma- uh, magnify the king. Supposedly in Canyon, owned a ranch in Canyon, which they later sold. His wife did die in 2019. As confirmed by Ted DiBiase on Twitter, bro. It's called Funk You Up Ranch, bro. <laughs> Supposedly. Hold on, we'll see. What's here? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> nice, bro. What is it? Where is it at? So apparently that's his house, bro. Oh, shoot. All right. We're going to go to Terry Funk's house. We're going to lay the funk down, bro. Terry Funk, we're going to find you, bro. You can't escape from us, buddy. Terry Funk. He used to try and sell me uh, Chevrolets all the time back in the day. Oh, yeah? Uh, what did it sound like, bro? Go Double Cross. That's what it was called. He'd be like, Pro Wrestlers Double Cross Ranch. Y'all come on down, chair to plain Chevy Bayou Chevy truck, take what? And then, if not, I'm going to put you in a chokehold. I don't know. What was his finishing move? I don't know, bro. I don't remember. Like, by the time that I started watching wrestling, Terry Funk wasn't like, he was already old, bro. But now he's still old and he still wrestles sometimes, right? He does sometimes, yeah. Did you find it? Terry Funk, where are you, bro? Sorry, I didn't mean to scream. You might want to click that off. Golly, bro. I'm sorry, dude. Just Terry Funk is frustrating me, bro, because he won't tell us where he lives. In in six to 12 weeks, when these people get to hear this on the actual podcast <laughs> <side>. <laughs> Amarillo Slim, bro? Let's go. What did he say? I don't know. I don't remember who Amarillo Slim is. There was a guy. I mean, I know the name. I, I remember the name, but I don't remember what he, like, who, why he's cool or whatever. There was a guy in the same documentary. There was a guy that got mad at Terry because another local wrestler there in town that got mad at Terry because he wasn't, like, having him in. You know, like wrestle in that tri-state whatever thing. Oh, that's right. And then he was all like, um, "Um, was it Rip Evers, bro? Maybe I don't know. The name actually, I think it is. I don't know. I have to look at it. Rip up. Rips. Uh, he used to be the guy at YMCA, bro. You remember the the dude? Uh, 
He was a trainer at Snap, but he was also a professional wrestler. Spanish dude. Are you talking about Epi? I think so. I didn't know Epi was a wrestler. Yeah. He was a professional wrestler? Yeah, dude. Like, not like WWE or anything, but like, you know, indie stuff. But that's still professional to me. I mean, yeah, but I didn't, I knew that like he was swole out of his mind for sure. He was the first, like, Epi like, Medina? Yeah, before Christy uh, Dugan took over. Yeah. Uh, he was the trainer there that opened it up. And he was also a professional Frog. wrestler. <laughs> dude, we literally had a conversation about The Undertaker and all kinds of stuff and where his next gig was going to be. Like, he wrestled The Undertaker? No, no, no. Oh, okay. We were, com- you know, comparing things. <laughs> He's like, bro, you know so much about wrestling. Do you wrestle? Okay. I, I mean, I knew that he was a state champion, like, in actual wrestling wrestling. Yeah. But I didn't know he went, like, pro-am. Well, he goes, he's dude, all like, swole. he's like, bro, swole, you know, dude. you know a lot about wrestling. He goes, do you like, do you wrestle? And I was like, if you count with my little brother back when we were six, sure. Played the SmackDown on Dale, bro. He was three and I was six and I, and I whooped him. And he deserved every, every lashing that he got. Every single one. Epi was a sophomore when I graduated high school or a junior. I don't remember how much our age difference is, bro. Dude, you're like, there's like a 57 he the trumpet, age gap. bro. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't good. hit you over the head with it. I Why would he do that, dude? What the? F- wow, dude. To start a show, dude. To start like a wrestling show right there, bro. <sighs> nah, man. That would have been pretty cool, though. Like, do you think you could take a trumpet shot or? Mm, depending on what part of the trumpet I got hit with, probably. I don't think I can take a chair shot to the back. I don't think I could. No, because your back's all messed up, dude, because that, t- that one time. I think I could probably. Love like, you, I bro. Think... Hey, we'll see you later, boss. Oh, day was three and I was eight. Anyways, <laughs> I think I could. Uh... Um, I think I can get, like, powerbomb through a table, but I don't think a chair shot would 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 satisfy me. You get powerbomb through a table? Yeah, dude. But you don't like think May you Young. could take a you don't think <laughs> like you don't think you'd take a chair shot? No, dude, because that's metal on my back, bro. I could die. Yeah, but you're going through a table on the concrete. No, 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 no. The plywood, bro. Cause rings are plywood. Oh, because that's in the ring. I got you. I got you. Most of the time when people go through cha- through tables, though, they're going through the table onto the concrete. Well, the video I sent to the right, wrestling yeah, bros yeah, was Yeah, for sure. The that was into the ring. Like, yes. I could take that. But if I'm, like, flipped over and a chair shot to the back, yeah, no, I couldn't do that. We could, test this, we could test the steering out later. Mm, no, I'm not going to do it. Oh, yeah, he would wrestle his little pillow. Bro, I used to re- – uh, when I was in the third grade, we uh, we had this class mascot. Yeah. His name was Fluffy. He was this little dog. And uh, you wrestled the dog, dude. He was like this big, bro. I wrestled the crap out of that dog, dude. I was doing all kinds of moves on him, on my brother's bed, dude. <laughs> on Jonathan's bed, we were just like, I'd be jumping and like flipping and like, bah! people's elbowing the dog and everything. He never won a single match against <laughs> me, bro. I was undefeated that whole weekend. Kiss <laughs> up. There and was then, a- <laughs> and then I go back to class, and they're like, what'd you do all weekend with Fluffy? Mm-hmm. I was like, we wrestled, and I beat him. And they were like, oh, you're main team, huh? We wrestled What's up, Derek? Salt it. Salt it. And so I laid the smackdown on that dog all weekend, bro. And then at the end of the year, they drew a name for who got to take the dog home. Yeah. That was me, bro. This guy right here. I took him home. Dude, so this... 
like it was a pillow, and it had legs, arms, a head, and a tail, and it was a Scooby Doo pillow. Nice. And Dale would wrestle that every single day, and every Monday night he would be on the deal. And as soon as he saw like somebody go nuts, like John Cena or something, he'd start picking it up and doing <laughs> Let's his go, things. Dude. Heck yeah. And, like, if somebody was getting stomped in the corner, well, there was day of stomping them in the corner. Stomp them in the corner, bro. Or, like, if we were watching Evolution, like, beat up on on Tommy Dreamer, yeah. then he'd be like, Israel, join me right now, bro, and beat this guy up. Uh, Help right, me beat bro. this guy up, bro. Because apparently he's winning, right? So, when I was, I, I may have told this story before, but when I was growing up, obviously, I watched wrestling, but my brother was, like, religious Huge. about it, bro. Yeah. Like, he loved it. And, uh... It's the storylines, bro. When, it just uh, has to be. Yeah, dude. When uh, that first ever WWF, the music album came out, mm-hmm. they had like, they put a few tracks on there where you could make your own, like you could, it could be <laughs> your entrance music. And so me and my brother were like, all right, we're going to make our own like wrestling, wrestling groups. Love you too, bro. Love you, boss. Love you, Derek. Derek. Derek, you're the best, bro. You're the <laughs> He loves you very much, Derek. He loves you very much, Derek. <laughs> Yo, the next time, bro, I go up there for golf, which I haven't been in a while, but I've been talking about going. Dude. Next time I go, I'm going to invite you, bro. Bro. Me too. Anyway, we, uh, so not like, I just want to finish the story real quick. Uh, we weren't real creative in our, our nicknames for our, uh, uh, our tag teams. Mm-hmm. So one of them, we just called them the Diddley guys. <laughs> this is the, the Dudley boys. <laughs> I don't know what the actual names they were or whatever. Like they're like Bubba Ray and, and is it Devon? Yeah, Bubba Ray and Devon. The uh, Dudley boys. Yeah, I don't know what we called our guys. But we had a, a, a tag team called, our names were Grunge and Sludge and we were Toxic Waste. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. I mean, that's the way to go. And at that point. I was small enough because I was in the second grade, I think, when that came out. Um, and we lived in a house on Star Street mm-hmm. uh, for like six months. And it like the ceilings were just high enough to where I could do like, like I did wild stuff when I was like seven or eight years old. Yeah. Like I was on the bunk bed doing flips off of the bunk bed onto his like twin or like queen size bed or whatever. Yeah. Like just flipping off the freaking thing and like laying the smack down on whatever pillows or stuffed animals or whatever, dude. I was like, dude, if I tried to do any of that right now, I'd break my whole entire life. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have to, like, go admit myself to the hospital for days on end. But, yeah, Is we were... Is this where you admit yourself or... Yeah. <laughs> Is this where I come and stay for five or six days to recover, bro? Because I feel like I'm broken in twain. I feel like i just been slammed <clears throat> through a table onto snow. <laughs> I'd do that to you for sure. Yeah, you would, dude. You did. You would, and you did. I didn't slam you through a table. But through the, I've never done snow. that. But I did slam you onto the snow. I wonder if and actually, in my defense, in my mind, snow's not supposed to be hard. All right. I wonder if they have like like do they fall through it with like the little metal no stuff that they have no the tables. Dude. If so, you ever look at those tables, it's like legs that are barely fastened. <laughs> so doing it now. If I slammed you through this table, it wouldn't break. This table, no, it would not break. First of all, it's not wood. That's true. And second, it's reinforced in the middle here. 
And uh, dude, there was one time. No, they like they make them the most flimsy tables they possibly can so that they'll break. Today I was watching a deal where it was Cactus Jack versus Triple H. Oh, let's go, dude! For a, um, it was basically a street fight for the. For the Intercontinental for, title? No, for the wrestling, uh, for the World Wrestling Federation Championship. Oh, okay, sick. <clears throat> and uh, well, there was a move where I think the Triple H got body slammed onto a pallet, or some happened onto a pallet, and he got a a piece of wood stuck in his calf during the whole match. After that, he just kept wrestling with that piece of wood stuck in his calf. I'm like, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> I'll be like, time out. You're not even human, bro. I have a piece of wood protruding from my leg. Are we going to... Can we address this right quick? Are we going to do something about this? Or just keep wrestling. Can we take care of this right quick? The or? money that you guys are going to make are going to help with that. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And action. I never knew how much... I mean, I still don't know how much wrestlers make. But I always assumed they made like millions and millions of dollars. Well, okay, so back in the 80s... I know some of them made lots of money, but... Well, because I watch a lot of... Uh, I listen to a lot of the podcasts now. For those of you who are wrestling fans, I would recommend... There's a bunch of wrestling podcasts from actual, like, old school guys. So, uh, Jim Ross, JR, that was basically my babysitter growing up. Um, so, JR, he has his Grilling JR. That's his, you know, podcast. And you can find these on Spotify or... Or on iTunes or pretty much wherever. Yep. But but Grilling Jr. and that's Jim Ross. That's his podcast. Eighty three weeks. Him. He killed him. Um, eighty three weeks. That's Eric Bischoff. Uh, that's his podcast title. Eighty three weeks. He beat Vince McMahon for eighty three straight weeks. That's his. That's why he named. And it then the eighty fourth week, he had to sell the company because he, he was company. an idiot. Yeah, <laughs> basically. So eighty three weeks, and then um. Um, he has one with Arn Anderson, but I don't know the name of that one. He has one with Tony Schiavone. This is this is the Conrad Thompson guy. Does he have one with Gene Mean? He no, he's no uh, Gene is dead. Wow, dude. Yeah, he died. You just drop that on me like that. <laughs> I'm dude. sorry, dude. He died, dude. Mean Gene died. Uh, he <laughs> no, has I one that. with. Okay, I was like, uh, he has one with Bruce Pritchard. I don't remember who that is. He's a writer, and he's actually brother love. I love you. <laughs> yeah, he's brother love. I hated him, dude. <laughs> but besides him being brother love, he was actually like a writer, a producer, and a booker, basically oh, for okay. WWF for Vince McMahon for years and years. Nice. And I think he's still one now. But those are the three ones I listen to and recommend: is the the Grilling Jr. 83 the eighty three weeks. weeks and uh, something to wrestle with. That's what that the Bruce Pritchard one is called. Nice. And Bud Jr. was saying there was only a few wrestlers in that time when the Attitude Era was going that made a million dollars in their contract. A few: like, Stone Cold, Triple H, The Rock, yeah. Undertaker, probably HBK. Had, probably yeah. Yeah. So they made one million dollars back then, plus the merchandise. What they made in merchandise. Okay. Stone Cold Steve Stone Austin. Stone Cold, bro. I bet he was making like billions and billions and billions and billions and billions and billions. There is not, and this has been a while since I heard this, but Vince McMahon, I think in like 2013 or 20, 2014, had said there's still there's still not one wrestler that breaks, and not even John Cena because John Cena was big too, but not even him has beaten the records that Stone Cold has set 
in merchandise sales. Oh, I'm I can imagine, bro. What's up, Matt Shields? Hey, Matt Shields, what's, what's up, my party, guy? Dude? I, no, and I, I don't that doesn't surprise me at all, bro. Stone Cold was like larger than life, dog. Dude, yeah. He ruined his own self by his own gimmick, the whole drinking thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he could have wrestled as long as Shawn Michaels did. Yeah, longer. But wasn't wasn't like that because he broke his neck though? That isn't that why he like? Well, yeah, out? he 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 broke his neck. But all the road, the beer, the things like that, his gimmick, you know, his stuff like that that was going on. Yeah, um, caught up to him in twenty or in two thousand three when it was the last Rock versus Austin. Oh, okay, and then. Because, honestly, he could have kept going. Now, okay, Shawn Michaels did take a hiatus from, like... Yeah, for, like, six years or something yeah. like that, right? And so, like, he came back in 2002. No, like... Yeah. But he left in, like, what, 98, 99? Oh, okay. I thought he left later than that and came back later Well, he than broke that. his back in 97, and they just kept him on as a manager yeah. and commissioner and things like that. And those little gay things. <laughs> And then after that, he came back in 02, won the title. Yep. And then just was wrestling till like 2010, I think was his last was, match. Was 97 the Iron Man match? No, that was 96. 96? Dude, that him and Bret Hart, like, that was such a cool rivalry, bro. Yeah. Even I, to the point it where sucks that they he screwed, got screwed over. They screwed Hart over with that whole thing because yeah. they were so much fun. Like, their storylines were awesome. But. I was also like, HBK was my dude. Yeah. He was my favorite wrestler. Were you a heartbreak kid, bro? I was, bro. You broke a bunch of hearts. I had my heart broken a lot, for sure. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. I was always like, hey, I like you. And they'd be like, get away from me, Get out of the hair. Dude, if I was a girl, I'd date you right now, bro. (laughs) Well, good thing you're not a girl, bro. (laughs) Go ahead. No, what? What were you going to (laughs) say? I said it. Oh, okay. If I was a girl, bro, I'd I would date you right if now. If I was bro. a girl, I'd let you date me right now. Thanks, bro. <laughs> but if, you'd ha- you already have a girlfriend. If so. I was a girl, bro, I would date you right now. And if I was a girl, I'd let you date me. Thanks, bro. Right now. Thanks, man. <laughs> Thanks. I'd have to fight Kylie, but there's just a lot of love going on around here yeah, tonight. Brother, we love you. I oh, love I, you. oh, I love you. Yeah, but so. Brother Love. Because he used to come out and the whole ring would be red. Like yeah. they would just red wash the entire arena. And, and it's I, like his, God, I hated it, dude. His face was all red. Oh, And like bad. if he spent too much out in the sun. Like if I go outside for like 10 minutes. And his hands were white as like snow. Yeah, bro. It's like, what the heck? Like his, what's the difference? His face looked like whenever I go outside for 10 minutes during the summer and I don't wear sunscreen. And then I come inside. That's what I look like, bro. <laughs> or like whenever. <laughs> I used to, I hate being so pale complected because like when we would have workouts or whatever in high school or junior I'm not really high school I was only in athletics for my freshman year in high school <laughs> but like in junior high like that that fateful day when we had to run like 39 lines <laughs> uh dude I was like the color of your coke bottle red there <sighs> after two of them <laughs> after two of them so it's like if I run hard at all it's just like my face is red so what I'm would you die. do during band stuff Cause they start around like August and it's like oh, pretty bro, hot. I'd get freaking sunburnt really? every single year. So no matter how much sunscreen you put, you'd be sunburnt. Oh, dude, I was a teenage boy. How did I remember to put sunscreen on Israel? Mm, that's true. I would remember sunscreen after the fact. the second day. 
uh, you know, we would usually get there, what, about eight or nine? Yeah, something like that. And then go, stop, have lunch, you know, go to lunch and come back and then be done by like three or four maybe? Three, right? I can't remember what the summer band schedule was, dude. And it was like I just knew that I was like, oh, sweet, we finally got to the school year, and now we're going to do Tuesday Tuesday night rehearsals, and we'll be here till 9 <sighs> o'clock, but the sun won't be out. But, I mean, it would be out for a little while, but it wouldn't be out, like, killing us. Well, I remember... Those were the good old days, brother. So, like, I remember um, the Felix Jones game where he was doing a kickoff return against the Eagles. It was a mm-hmm. kickoff return against the Eagles. Yeah. And we were doing band practice outside, and everybody was like, yo... um, was keeping score at the Cowboys game while we were in band practice. <laughs> Mr. Barrow was getting pissed off. He's all like, hey, y'all need to stop. Uh, um, he's like, don't worry about the game. Worry about what's going on here. Oh, okay. And so, like, during our breaks, we kind of just, like, he was talking, and then he would be like, what's the score? And then, like. Move it down the line. So yeah, we move it down the line. Too. And then there was one time where <clears throat> uh, Felix Jones returns it for a touchdown on a kickoff return. Yeah. And all you hear is, yes! And they were like, what? <laughs> what uh, oh, what yeah! was that? Uh, what was that? Nothing? And then he looks over at us, and he's like, he just scored a kickoff return, Felix Jones. Yes! So we're all just getting hyped. Yeah. That's his fault for scheduling band practice on Monday. Because y'all had Monday night practice, right? Yeah. We had Tuesdays. So there's oh, nothing God. going on when I was in school. Who cares about Tuesday, bro? It's all about Monday, apparently. That's what happens when My you... My thing uh, has always been like... Why Thursday? That's a random day for a game, and like all the Thursday's varsity game, like that's the JV players. Days. The play, no, no, no. Oh, for varsity yeah, games? No, 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 for NFL. Oh, for NFL. Oh, okay. I I'm like, you. bro, we're on the same page. Sorry now. now, sorry, but it's all like these millions and dollars prima donna makers mm-hmm. are already complaining that they're playing too much. Yeah, and then you're only doing it Thursday because of the revenue. Yeah. And it's all like, no. You just answered your own question. Just keep it to Sunday and Monday. Who cares about the money? You just ain't rich people, bro. <laughs> yeah, but then they're going to kill, you know, basically they're slave workers. Slave. Oh, my God. Get out of here, dude. I went there, bro. Slave workers. I went there. Show me a slave worker that made $30 million a year. Show me one. Probably the head in the plantation? Nope. $30 is $30 million? $30. $30 a year? $30 is $30 million? Get out of here. But anyways, no, the NFL players already complain enough that they're playing us too much. Yada, yada, yada. We got to play too many games. I make, make too much money to play these games. They already had too much. And then it's all like, like, but I do think... Thursday is unnecessary because it's all, I mean, it is all for money. Oh, it is stupid. But at least but they I think put it's good games now sometimes. Like this year, they had good games on Thursday nights. Mm, I guess. It, like, was, it wasn't just like Lions versus Bears all the time this year. Oh, my. Oh, me. But. Because they used to just put the crappiest game. They'd be like, oh, let's put Houston versus Tennessee on Thursday night and try well, and was, hype it up. Well, there was one. Was it Dolphins and Jaguars? I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, game, dude. <laughs> it's a stupid game. <laughs> but now, supposedly, Amazon Prime is taking over Thursday nights, and yep. that's it. Like, if you don't have Amazon, you can't watch it. Cool. And now they have, I don't I'm know who they're it. getting as their color commentator, but um, I think they're trying to poach uh, Sean Payton over their side to be their Color analyst. You can have him. You can have him. Oh, 
And then after Mike McCarthy does a shaddy job, he's going to get hired oh, as sick. the Cowboys head coach. Mike McCarthy's going to get rehired as a, the Cowboys no, coach? No, no, no. That's Sean Payton said. is going to come. Mike McCarthy, when he does a shaddy job, is going to get after, rehired as the Cowboys after coach. After Mike McCarthy does a shaddy job being the Cowboys coach and gets fired, Mike for McCarthy six, is going to get hired. For six more years because that's how Jerry Jones does things? Sean Payton is going to get hired. And then all of a sudden I can just rub it in your face. Mike McCarthy is going to coach six more terrible seasons and then he's finally going to get fired because the fans are so loud about it? But he's not going to do it. But he's not going to do it. I want you to know the stupidity of the Cowboys. They're not going to do it. No, no, they're not. The only reason why is because they showed their stupidity this week, this past week, by saying... They, they cut somebody or they said something. Yeah, by saying, hey, let's cut Amari Cooper. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sign Gallup. He's injury prone and he has not reached 1,000 yards in two years. Well, how's he going to reach 1,000? Because he's injury thousand? prone. How's he going to reach 1,000 yards? You got Amari Cooper and uh, CeeDee Lamb. He's injury prone. He's been out most of the season. Yeah, but he's and then, but he's way cheaper than Amari Cooper. Bro. And then they're trying to blame his, his. Um, they're trying to blame Amari Cooper, and it's all like, oh, he's he's not doing what he used to do. You don't throw him the ball. You don't throw him the ball. Like Kellen Moore, you're not ball? scheming anything to him. I saw him catch a ball oh. one like once or twice, and they that don't scheme anything to Amari Cooper. Divisional round, he caught like one or two. Who they need a cut is either D-Law, because cause they asked D-Law towards the end of the weekend if he'd take a pay cut, and and D-Law was all like, no. Nah. Who's D? I don't know. Do, do. Uh, Tank Lawrence. um, Demarcus Lawrence, number nine. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I got you. They were all like, you want to take a pay cut? And he's like, no. He's like, all right. Well, then it's like, bro, take a pay cut. You have not been the guy that, that you needed to be when they got hired. First of all, I signed this contract. You signed this contract. That's a legally binding document. So you have to pay me my money, bro. I wouldn't take a pay cut either. And then... Um, Why am I going to take a pay cut for a team that sucks, bro? No, no, well, the defense isn't that bad. But the thing is, it's all like um, DeMarcus Lawrence actually got used more than Amari Cooper. So it's like, if you yeah. don't want to cut him, cool. You want to keep him, I understand that. Hey, what's up, Chief? What's up, Chief? But it's like, bro, you you don't use him to the best of his abilities, he didn't pull a T.O. where he makes a scene, but he did say, he's like, well, I can't scheme the ball to me. I can't throw the ball, and I can't, uh, or uh, what do you say? He's like, I can't call the plays, and I can't throw the ball. Amari Cooper said that? Yeah. Well, you In the can't most talk bad about your, and I was like, bro. You can't talk bad about your quarterback and your, your offensive coordinator, bro. He didn't talk bad about <laughs> You're doing this on purpose, bro. You're doing this on purpose, and you know it. Of course I am, Oh, dude. my gosh, bro. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Well, let's just have let's have a civil discussion about no, this. No, dude, screw civility. <laughs> screw civility, dude. We're fine, bro. What the heck? Connie's on here too. What's hey, up, what's up? Canosa? And it's like, bro, Canosa, what's up, bro? What was? <laughs> what's the song that you sang? And I was like, hey, why are you talking about Connie right now, bro? Was it "I Surrender"? Did you sing it in Spanish that one time at, at Messiah's house? And I messaged you, and I was like, hey. How come you're talking about Connie right now? I think so. Something how do you like sing? Con- how do you sing "I Surrender" in Spanish? A ti me rindo, yeah. te quiero conocer. There it is. Yeah, yeah. Conocer, yeah. <laughs> ah, Canosita. But yeah, dude. No, the whole the, the whole off season is pissing me off. It's like if anything, cut Tank Lawrence and cut Zeke Elliott. They're both trash. Wow, bro. You should never. 
you shouldn't. And I forgot who said this, but Sony was all like, "That's why y'all need to listen to me when I say don't pay your running backs. Don't pay your running backs. They're a waste of money, and there's always a good running back every year, or a decent enough one to carry your team." And I was like, "That is true. Well, why are we going to pay a running back? Screw Zeke Elliott. Bro. You already he paid him though, run. but you paid him his money." Hey, did you want to get a Polynesian tattoo? Or yeah, for sure. Let's go. Yeah, Pinterest was like Polynesian tattoos. Do Let's you want go right. That's what. <laughs> yeah, dude, I don't. I need to reopen my uh, my Pinterest, bro, and see it, how many thousands of of notifications I have. I haven't looked at Pinterest in like six years, dog. I only did it. Uh, Who's Elvis, said, bro? Me. She used to call me Elvis because of my comb over. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. All right. So. So whenever she would get mad, she'd be like, shut up, stupid Elvis. And then, like, that was her comeback, you know, like, oh, oh, okay. oh my heart. Oh, oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, you hurt me so bad. Oh. So it'd be like, shut up, stupid Elvis, or it would be, um, um, or if, like, we would be picking on her, she'd be like, Junior, tell him something. And then he'd be like, something. <laughs> really, dude? <laughs> and then. She'd get mad at that. Um, I almost, uh, whenever I saw Chief come on, I almost uh, sang a song that I'm not supposed to sing on these airwaves. Oh, the Nana song? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we can't sing that song here. Oh, Grandma Lupe. Oh, Grandma Lupe. I texted them that in all caps. I was like, oh, Grandma Lupe. Oh, Grandma Lupe. I texted him the Nana song a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah, no? Like, it was probably six months ago. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yeah, he, you he, said he, like, sent me a whole bunch of laughy face cry emojis, bro. But. Um, because yeah. he's in love with me, Canosa. Boom. She would say that, or like if I'd ask to spend the night, mm, she'd be like, Junior, tell him no. And he'd be like, Yeah, dude, you can come over. <laughs> Let's go. That's a true friend right there, dude. Yeah. A true friend tells his wife, Shut up, my friend's coming over. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, or like it would just be random. It's all like, uh, like he would just be like, Hey, uh, um, we're gonna go pick up Israel. Okay, like no, Junior. Well, too bad we're going. We're already on the way. Like there would be sometimes where I wasn't planning on going, like planning on going in the sense of like my parents weren't gonna go see the kids, or yeah, I wasn't making my way there, or something, or they weren't coming over here for something. Yeah, it was just like, oh, you know, like um, like hey, we're gonna go pick you up. I was like, why, though? Like, y'all don't have to waste the gas. And I was like, no, 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 we're going to go pick you up. They're like, no, we want to hang out, bro. So I was like, okay. They're like, we're bored without you in our lives, bro. Basically. And so they picked me up. Like, they just randomly picked me up. And so, like, sometimes it would go like this. It would go, like, I'd go over there, they'd pick me up, or I would come over on a... So then Canosa used to work at the hospital here in town. Right. And so she would pick me up on the way to... Uh, I'm on the way back home. Oh, yeah, she'd pick yeah. me up, and she'd let me drive sometimes because she was tired. And so, like, I'd drive the... Tahoe back home for her. Wow, dude. And so while Does she, Junior know about this? Yeah, probably. Oh, okay. If so. not, he's finding out right now. And if so, they're still here, I don't know if they're still if here. If they're still here, I don't know. But she would she would let me drive the Tahoe. Yeah. And then I'd drive it back home. And um so I would be home Friday and uh, they would uh, <laughs> uh they would um t- uh because I would ask my mom if I can spend the night Friday, Saturday. Yeah. And sometimes if if I had to be back at church, which I usually did, they drop me back off Saturday night and pick me back up Sunday after church. Just and to hang, bro. Just to hang, and they pick me back up Sunday after church, and then uh, uh, we'd go and I'd be with them all day, and then my mom was all, uh, um, I was like, oh well, like I gotta go home, 
Well, then he's like, no, I'll call your mom and tell her if you can spend the night, you can just go with Connie in the morning. And so, like, I'd, I'd call my mom, and she's like, what, you want to spend the night? And I was like, yes, please. And she's like, are, are, are Chief and Connie okay with it? No, no, I'm not okay with it. <laughs> yes, and my not, he's fine. He can come and stay. Okay, well, if y'all are okay with it, we're not, we're not. <laughs> and then, uh, and sure enough, in the morning, I'd go get picked up. Or you go home with, or Connie would take you to your house? Yeah, Connie would take me to my house. I'd get ready, go to school. Wow, dude. My parents would have never allowed that, dude. They would have been like, you got to be in your bed, Sunny Nat, so we can go to school. Weep! Which, if I was going to stay somewhere, though, when I was in school, it was generally, I lived in Adrian. Obviously. So they'd be like, no, you got to come home. And I'd be like, why, though? Because then I can wake <laughs> up at 7 o'clock here instead of 6 o'clock there, and then I can just have this friend take me to school tomorrow. And they'd be like, you come your butt home, Kate, what? I'm like, all right, I guess I'm coming home. Hey, um, I got to go home and wake up at 6. I'm like, I don't really have a choice in this matter. <laughs> I never understood why my dad was such a stickler about that. Like he, But he was okay with Connie and the Chief. Yeah. You would want to get rid of him too. Oh. School or not. School or not. School or night. <laughs> but like he uh, him and mom never had an issue with me staying with them. Okay. It was always with other friends. So like basically Dusty. Oh, well. Or or like any other friends. Like they'd be like, "No, no. Like like your bed's here. Why do you want to go stay over there?" Yeah. And that's that was always my pet peeve. I was like, "I want to go spend the night with my friends." And I was like, "No." Like, no. Like there's a bed upstairs. Why do you like, want to? No, you can go stay with Connie and Chief, or uh, you or, can stay or here. Or basically nothing. <laughs> but it was like that for forever. Yeah. Like, like they'd either pick me up, like especially it was pretty cool whenever I had Mondays off or you know like special holidays. Yeah. I'd go and I'd ride on along with the Chief all day. Dude, and heck Connie yeah. would go to school or whatever, or like the Chief would. Um, there was a while there where like the Chief was all like, "Hey, like, like I don't want to cut my yard." I'll just pay you to cut my yard. All right, cool. And so I'd go over there, and I'm supposed to be cutting the yard. You're hanging out. No, well, yeah, but that, but but like in the morning he would help me. Oh, so like, okay. So like, I wasn't actually cutting it myself. Like Chief would be like, "Here, go run the weed eater, and I'll do the push mower, and we'll get it done faster." Okay. But did you get paid full full price? Yeah. Connie, like, do you hear this right now? Your husband, your husband was sending you into financial bankruptcy. That's not true. Connie does help, that. Helping your friend cut your yard. That's not true. Connie does that right now. <laughs> Financial bankruptcy is all kind of, huh? <laughs> and so, yeah, dude, like, like those were the days. And really, like, if, like, all we would do is go hang out at Nana's house. Yeah. That's all we did. Nice. It's just go hang out at Nana's house, or sometimes we'd go to Clovis or make Amarillo runs or whatever. Heck yeah. And, um, uh, but there was this, uh, um, he still has it in his backyard. I don't know if the TV works or not. Uh, but Tony had his little, like, uh, which is her dad. Tony had himself a little, like, it looked like a big-sized dollhouse um, in the back. And I think it was for okay. Lily. Oh, okay. But he made it into a man cave and put two chairs and a TV back there and ran cable through to there. All right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Hola, Nana. ¿Cómo está? He's talking about you, Nana. I have never met you. <laughs> but... And so, like, uh, um, um, Tony had this dollhouse, and and he basically made it into a man cave to watch TV or 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 
or soccer games. Right. His team was Monarca de Morelia. So. Me too. But whenever we'd go there. Wait, the the butterfly of something? The monarchs. Yeah. Of Morelia. Of More- Morelia. Morelia. Yeah, that's what I said, dude. Yeah, that's potato, tomato, bro. It's all the same. Jesus <laughs> same, same thing, dude. And um, Okay, the monarchs. They're butterflies. And so we'd sit, uh, um, and as soon as we got Everybody there, me and Chief up. would go to the to the man cave and just sit there and watch TV while Connie was inside. Okay, sick. And then we'd be there for hours and hours and hours and hours. Hours and hours. And hours and hours and hours. Heck yeah. And hours and hours and hours and hours. I'm trying to think like. And hours and hours and hours. I used to spend the night at uh, my friend Troy's house, and uh, he lived a block away from me. <laughs> so there was this uh, there was this house on Aspen that the entire time that I lived on Northwest, which was three years, uh, it never had a back fence or a front fence. Like they just they didn't have a fence on the yard, and so I would just leave my house. Yeah, I would go out the back door, out the back gate, and just like. <laughs> When I get to their house, I just sprint across the yard. Like, Would your dad know or your mom know that you left? <laughs> Sometimes. <I mean, laughs> There's a lot of times where it was just like, oh, uh, I'm going to go to Troy's. And they're like, all right. And then all of a sudden, I'm through the backyard. And then I'd hey, go. Hey, what's up, Dalton? Like, what's up, Dalton? What's up, Dalton? And then I would uh, cut a couple houses down and then like get to the, the yard that didn't have a fence. And I'd just like run as fast as I could because <laughs> like, through that yard – was basically like right in front of the house next to Troy's house. Yeah. And so I would just be like And they probably saw us do it all the time, dude. They probably were like, Why are these high school kids running through here like they need to like go somewhere? We know. Like we see you every day come through our yard, bro. And so uh You're not fooling anybody. Yeah, it's like it was stupid. And so, um but there was this one summer, uh I guess it was probably the first summer that Troy and I lived right next to each other because like right before I moved to that house, uh, I lived in Dawn for that, like, second half of that school year. Yeah. My freshman year. Then I moved into that house, and, like, a month later, Troy and his family moved in on Aspen a, a block away. Mm-hmm. And so we hung out a whole bunch that summer. But then uh, I guess it was it was probably his junior year. Like, that that whole summer, we would just go. I would get up, and I'd do whatever, and then I'd call him, and I'd be like, hey, you want to hang out? And he'd be like, yeah, sure, come over. Because his parents both worked all day. My parents were at home all the time, so it was yeah. like we could do whatever we wanted to at his house because his parents weren't there. Obviously. Obviously. And so uh, I guess the fence was up sometimes because I would actually walk around the block and go to his house sometimes. Yeah. But anyway, we got into a fight about something and, like, you know, said ungodly, unwholesome things to each other. I would never speak like that. And he would not. My heart reflects Christ in every way, Except shape, or always. form. Uh, and so, like, we, like, cussed each other up and down. Like, <laughs> And I was like, I'm going home. And I slammed the door on the way out. And I go to my house. And, like, ten minutes later, Troy calls. And he's like, hey, man, I'm bored. you want to hang out? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be over there in a minute, bro. <laughs> I'll be over there in a minute, bro. <laughs> That's what we do every day, bro. I'd get up at, like, 10 a.m., during the summer, I'd go to his house. We'd make a pot of coffee and just drink coffee all day, bro. Nice. It was awesome. Nice. We had a good time. This was what year? It was would have been uh, my sophomore. Oh, okay. Sophomore into junior. Well, it was actually the end of my freshman year. So it was my sophomore and junior year of high school. It was like 02, 03. Uh-huh. Into 04. Nice. That's Were pretty you cool. and Troy still doing those things in the summer of your senior year? 
No, or after you Troy seen... moved away. Oh, after... to Waxahachie? Yeah, to Waxahachie. I'm trying to figure out where he went to school. Like, he, he left Hereford right after he graduated. I don't remember where he went. Because I know he was going to go to Texas State Technical College at one point, but I don't know if he actually went there or not. Hey, Troy, did you go there, bro? Hey, Troy, where'd you go after high school, dude? But anyway. What's his last name? To Beast. To Beast. Yeah. We're still friends. I talked to him a few months ago. We talked for like an hour on the phone. It was pretty cool. Hey, Troy. <laughs> uh, where'd you go right after high school, bro? Actually, I think he just moved to Amarillo. Went oh. to WT. But like, we just never saw each other. Hey, bro. Because he'd never come home. Why'd you never come home and see my Jeffrey, bro? Because he hated me, brother. That's the least you could have done since you left him. No, it was dry. weird because like, I was real depressed for like most of the beginning of my senior year of high school because mm-hmm. most of my friends had just graduated. Oh. <laughs> like, I was friends with a ton of, of seniors my junior year, and so then I had nobody to hang out with. It was like having to make friends. What's that crap all about? But I did have some underclassmen who were friends of mine anyway, so it was pretty dope. And then I got to break all their hearts when I left. Boom. And it was awesome. I hope all your hearts were broken when my Jeffrey left. the last one of them. Every single one. So what What made you decide to go to CFNI? Carrie Job. Nothing wait, prophetic about the, that. Wait, you want the real answer or you want the godly answer? Both. Give me both. <laughs> the real answer, Carrie Job. Carrie Job. The uh, godly answer. The godly Go. answer, also Carrie Job. No, <laughs> <laughs> no uh, I had two friends that were already down there. Um, my friend Mike Jones, Johnny's brother Mike. Who? Uh, I hate you. Who? Uh, Michael, Mike Jones. Michael Casey Jones. Michael Casey Jones. And then uh, my friend Chelsea, who I wound up dating for a while while I was there, uh, also about went Whatever there. happened to Mike Jones? I don't know, dude. He's somewhere in Colorado now. Oh, nice. But I don't know what he does or well, I'm sure like JJ that. still keeps up with him, no? Yeah, he does. Oh, um, wouldn't he? It's his brother, right? It's his brother, right. I mean, Amorite? Ha, <laughs> got him. Anyways, so Chelsea and Mike. Chelsea and Mike were down there, and Chelsea and I were really good friends my senior year. Because she was a year, they were both a year older than me. And so she was always talking about how great it was, like school was awesome, this and this and that. And then I was like, well, I might as well just like get an information packet or whatever. Like I requested a, an application. And, and back in that time, like you couldn't just apply online. You had to have like a pastoral reference and that kind of stuff yeah. to get into the school. And so they sent this packet. And with, Wayne saw it. Well, yeah, eventually. Okay. But they sent this packet, um, like an information packet with like a whole bunch of like lies on the front of it, first of all, because one of the main rules at Crash for the Nations is do not walk on the grass. And like there's a picture of these people sitting, sitting on the grass, <laughs> like playing acoustic worship. And I was like, that's awesome. I didn't get to do that. Nope, you can't. You can't sit on the grass. You can't walk on the grass. You got to go to ungrassed areas to do anything at CFNI. I don't know if the rules are still the same, but they were that way in 05 to 08. Uh, but I, I requested the information packet. It came to me, and in the packet, they sent, at that point, they were sending the most recent year's worship DVD. Yeah. So in 2004, when I requested it, it was the, um, it was called Glorious. And that's the, this, that's the album that had, like, uh, that had no sweeter name on it, had a Revelation song on it. Mm. Um, 
It oh. had My Romance by Rick Pino on it. Mm. Um, anyway. Oh, that was the Rick Pino and Carrie Jove years. Yeah, yeah, bro. That year, 04 and 05 were the Rick Pino and Carrie Jove years, and then I got there, and they were both gone. But uh, I remember it was funny because we had this old crappy TV, and in that video, she's wearing like an orange jacket. Mm-hmm. But the color on my TV was messed up, so I thought she was wearing a pink jacket the entire time <laughs> that I watched it. And so I finally watched it again. I was like, oh, our colors are messed up on this TV in here. <laughs> but anyway, like I fell in love with the worship of Christ of the Nations before I ever knew anything about it other than that. Yeah. It was just like, I've got to go to this place because their worship is like this. Yeah. And so it really was like, I, also, I was in love with Carrie Job because she's Carrie Job. And I was like, no, I'm going to go down there. I'm going to find her and marry her, 100%. I'm sure and then Cody Carnes broke everybody's heart, dude. Man. Cody Carnes, like, messed up everything for everybody. Cody Carnes can go shut up, bro. That's what he can do. I hate him because he wrote um, Broken Bodies Healed. I'm like, bro, don't ruin the song with your stupid wanting to respect people and their beliefs. Screw that, bro. It's all right, Anyways, dude. keep going. Uh, Yeah, well, when they got married, by that time, I was already like, yeah. nah, Carrie Joe, whatever. Stop crying and sing the song, bro. Yeah, sing some song, bro. What are you crying about? Without Quit, crying. Quit. Why don't you stop crying once or twice and Carrie just sing Joe, some songs? Stop crying while you sing, bro, and just sing the dadgum song. We're here to, <laughs> to worship, not to hear you cry, bro. My first semester there, though, uh, there was this kid. Oh, was it my first semester there? Or it may have been. So I, I went for a semester, the fall semester of 05, and then I took the spring semester in 06 off because I couldn't afford to go anymore. And then I came back in the spring of 06, or the, the fall of 06. And there was this kid, I don't remember his name, uh, he was a really weird dude. Um, and, like, at one point, he <laughs> he stole one of our friend's iPods and went directly next door and pawned it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so he got expelled <laughs> for that. <laughs> but before that happened, <laughs> he, uh, he was just a weird dude, like... Um, he, uh, like, I've talked about scooter jousting yeah. before. Like, he was the kid that got, like, crushed with the mop in his <laughs> face. Like, <laughs> uh, but the first time that Carrie Job came, my second semester there, which is the fall of 06, uh, I was up front because I was always up front during worship. Um, at that point, like, at that time, it was because I wanted the people on the platform to see me worshiping. Yeah. <laughs> now I do it so that I'm not distracted. Yeah. <laughs> by people behind me or in front of me or whatever. But back then it was like I wanted to be seen and I wanted to be like known by people or whatever, but I wasn't going to like go and introduce myself to somebody. Yeah. Like I just want, you need to see my worship, bro. I'm so worshipful. It's also. Uh, but this guy, oh my gosh, it was disgusting. It's one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen in my life because like we're all worshiping and stuff and it's like a really intimate time during the middle of it, whatever, and, and Carrie's, like, praying and ministering or whatever, and this kid's crying, but then all of a sudden he just, like, he's, like, ah, and just, like, snot, bro, snot all over his arm, just all over it, and I watched it happen. He was just, like, and I was, like, no, dude, no, and then he just, like, wiped it on his shirt, and I was, like, uh... I took two steps to the side from him because I was not about it. But yeah. You're the most disgusting person, guy. It was it was it was gross, dude. I don't know what happened to that kid after that. 
uh, after he tried to pawn my friend's iPad or iPod. I was wild. I was like, literally, like he took it next door, like, because it was like the GLT, and then there was a dumpster, and then there was Subway, and a pawn shop, and he went to the pawn shop right there, dude, like <laughs> thirty-five feet from the campus. Now, was it really hard to make ends meet down there? Like, even like, because the way that I, when I, I never went there, but the visits, the way they explained it is. All morning it's about Jesus, and then in the afternoon it's about you going to your jobs. Yeah, pretty much. Um, what made it hard to to keep up with the payments? I didn't have a job. Okay. Um, my first semester there, for most of that semester, I didn't have a job. Um, and then I was real bad at budgeting. I was 18. Like, yeah. I didn't know how to manage money. Yeah. And so I'd just get money and spend it. It was like, oh, that's not... That's not something that I have to pay right now, so it's not getting paid until it's necessary. And then <laughs> once I get there, I guess I'll figure it out. Yeah. And so uh, that was most of it was just like and, – and I had a, a pretty substantial gift given to me before I went down there. I think I think I had like either $3,500 or $4,000 given to me. Yeah. Um, most of it went to tuition, but then I had to buy other stuff like, you know, we went half-seas on a fridge and a microwave and like all this different stuff when I got down there. Because they don't actually but, let you have a stove or a conventional no, they stove. they do or... not. They do not do that at the GLT, which they don't even have that anymore. I don't yeah. know where I don't know where the men's dormitory is anymore, but they sold the Gordon Lindsay Tower, which is a bummer because that place was awesome. But uh, the main reason that it was it was hard for me to make it was because a I didn't have any I didn't have a job really, and then. Uh, my parents didn't have money to give me. Like a lot of kids that go there, their parents pay the entire tuition for them, uh-huh. or they get on, you know, work help or something like that. Uh, but then my last few semesters, I had a loan to go to go to school. Um, but then at the end of that, I still didn't have enough to pay for the entire. Like I was like six hundred dollars short. Yeah. Um, to make my tuition at the end, but. Anyway, and that was just simply because I didn't budget well. <laughs> like, I could have absolutely afforded it um, if I would have just stopped buying, like, stopped eating out every single day of my life. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, because I was making, in 2008, like, 2007, 2008, whenever I left, I was making 10 bucks an hour. At the security job? Yeah, the security job, which, I mean, I think whenever I came home, it took me, like, three years to get to two to 10 bucks an hour at Walmart. Like, so. Now, whenever you said you took that hiatus because you couldn't afford that spring? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spring semester or whatever? Did you come home or did you yeah, stay I there? Yeah, I came home. I came okay. home. Uh, I moved back in with Melvin and Linda. And uh, I worked at Walmart in the deli. Actually, before that, I worked for uh, my ex-girlfriend's father. <laughs> Screw you, ex-girlfriend. <laughs> no, she's cool. Oh, you're cool, bro. Don't uh, worry about it. I worked for her dad. Screw you, dad. As like a a he he passed away. So oh, sorry, bro. Him either. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll shut up about that one. Forgive me. Uh, I worked for him for a little while as a carpenter's assistant, and it was like the worst job I've ever had because I a I wasn't good at it, and, <laughs> and b he just he wasn't a super fun guy to work for. Yeah. And so I was just like, all right, later. And then I went and worked at Walmart for the last like three months before I. Before I bounced mm. for for Bible school, nice. So yeah, that's pretty awesome. 
It was actually a really tumultuous time in my life, though. Yeah. That spring semester that I that I stayed home, because <clears throat> I was running with the wrong crowd, brother. Oh God! Oh I, God! Because uh, <laughs> I I mean Trinity Trinity was home, like they had invested a lot in me, mm-hmm. and had you know taken care of me in a lot of different ways that you know I didn't deserve at all. And that spring semester of 06, uh, there were some things that happened. I'm not going to really get into the whole story because I don't want to, you know, I just don't want to yeah. tell the whole thing. There's just some things that don't need to be shared, shared. On, the inter- on, yeah. on these FCC airwaves. Yeah, sucks, but, people. <laughs> but I had become really offended at Pastor Wayne and the leadership here just because of uh, some different stuff. And I'd, I had been influenced by another youth pastor in town and basically had washed my hands of Trinity and had started going to that other youth group and helping them with worship and uh, basically had convinced myself that God had called me away from this place to go to another youth group and and it was all based around offense like I was just offended and I didn't understand submission I didn't understand authority I didn't understand like hey you should you know, listen to the people that have been placed in spiritual authority over your life they they have more experience than you do and and they know more and so once I once I got out of here and moved back to to CFNI, I recognized and realized like, oh, that me. dude wasn't the greatest guy ever. Yeah. And that situation wasn't good, and my life was in kind of a messed up spot. And so, um, you know, while I was there, I I just emailed Wayne one day, and I was like, hey, I'm I'm really sorry about the way that I walked out. I'm really sorry about how I left. Like, this is basically me repenting and being the prodigal son coming back, like making amends and, and, you know, apologizing for, for everything that I'd done. And so after that, I, you know, up until 2021, I still came here. Yeah. Like ever, ever single week. Er, single <clears throat> weekend, boy. But then, at the, when weekend, I left, when I left in 2021, like there was a mutual understanding that that was just basically God was like, "Hey, your time here's done. Like you, it's okay for you to move on now." And so, Wayne and I are still, we're still good. That was always the struggle. Yeah, I know. Well, like like with you, the talks we would always have. That was always the struggle for you to leave here. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, because Wayne was my mentor he is my mentor he wasn't was my mentor he is my mentor he's my spiritual father he's my you know he raised me in in all things of the spirit like i didn't know about the gifts of the holy spirit i didn't know about the holy spirit at all until i was 16 yeah 15 16 and so he he has mentored me and, and molded me and shaped me he's and your he, daddy boy he's my daddy boy <laughs> anytime like anytime that i preach if you hear me preaching you're basically hearing you're wayne Niffin. Yeah. like <laughs> yeah like we don't talk the same, but the material that I put out same. is exactly what what I was, you know, imparted for twenty years almost. Yeah, yeah, it'll be twenty years this September. So yeah. So then, um, so in oh eight, uh, when you came back, you immediately went there. You immediately came here. Yeah, yeah, I came back in in January of oh eight. Was there like reservations, or was there like, nah, like I don't know if I should, or like I know I sent the email, but no. is there going to be any kind of like no, because I animosity, the, but kind of like weird I sent, feelings. I sent or? the that, I sent that email like a year before I moved back home. Okay, like I had already any time that I came home, I was coming here for church. Oh, okay, okay. Um, the whole entire 
Christmas break. Pretty much, yeah, yeah, like pretty much uh, from, I would say, June of 07 on. Yeah. So, and I came back initially so that I could um, uh, lead worship for the youth group. Yeah. Like, so that I could come back and lead worship for my friend. Um, and then a whole bunch of stuff happened, and I became the youth pastor. And then, you know, it's kind of all she wrote after that. Yeah. But, yeah. No, there was no reservation for me coming back at all. Like, I was pumped to come back. Now, was your dad a pastor somewhere at that point? No. no. No, he has not been a... He's not pastored a church since 2002. Oh, okay. Yeah. May of 2002, I think. Was is. he an itinerary minister? No. No? No, once we... uh once we got kicked out at dawn, <laughs> um, we started just like trying to find whatever church they were going to go to. And I was miserable the whole time because I hated, I just, I, it wasn't my, like, not my cup of tea, man. Like small Baptist churches are not my cup of tea. And like, there are some people that love it and it ministers to them well. And it just doesn't for me. Uh, the, and so, I mean, I had some good experiences or whatever, but it was just like, I was 14. Um, I guess I had turned 15 already at that point. Uh, but I was like, dude, this is crazy, whatever. And so finally I got invited to go to Trinity. Um, we had been going to like Avenue Baptist and, um, Oh, what was it called? Temple, Temple Baptist. Cause my dad was friends with those pastors. But then once Troy invited me to come to Trinity on a, on a Wednesday night, I came one time and I was like, I'm coming to this church forever. Yeah. <laughs> Cause like I experienced the worship, like, and it was just CDs, but I experienced modern worship for the first time Yeah, when I was 15. And I was like, dude, this, where has this been my entire life, bro? Yeah. This is incredible. And then I came on a Sunday morning and I heard Wayne preach and I was like, it's done. Like sinker. sign me up forever. And we had like, uh, our worship team wasn't just like, mad crazy musicians or whatever but we had a drummer who was absolutely insane what was his name santos, santos. uh i don't know his last name but his name his first name was santos those pearls belonged to him oh, like yeah? they were his kit and he donated them to the church when he left hmm. um and i don't know when he left like oh four now was shannon still here or? yeah shannon was still here was christian uh, still here no christian hadn't come yet uh christian came in oh nine oh eight or oh nine um but uh, Steve Gilbert was our worship leader, and mm. Shannon would, like, help him sing songs sometimes, and Betty Ann was on the team, and um, Bruce Edwards was on the team. There was a ton of people that were on that worship team that were, like, super cool people. Now, was it, uh, was when I started going to Trinity, Trinity was pants and just button up, was it? Suits and ties back then, or was no? It there were some. And- there were some people that would still wear a jacket or whatever, but it was pretty much once Jeans Wayne once up. Wayne took over as the pastor, he was like, "I'm not wearing suits. Like I'm going to be me." And so he would just wear. You Who know, was the one before him? Brady Boyd. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Brady wore suits. I don't think he did. I was like, what but I heck? know like. Pretty close to closely removed. From so for those of you who don't know, which tripped me out when I came here oh, too. Oh yeah, so yeah. Brady, Brady, Brady Boyd, Brady Boyd <laughs> New Life, uh, New Life Church in Colorado, church Springs. in Colorado Springs, was the pastor at this church uh, that we do our Monday nights, uh, Trinity Life in 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 Hereford. 
in Hereford. He was the pastor here yeah, he, in Hereford. He oversaw the transition from, it was First Christian Church at that point, to becoming Trinity Fellowship Church. Um, and so he, was, he wasn't here very long. No, no, no. I know he wasn't here long, but I, but I know there was a stint where he was here in Hereford. Yeah. And so... Because uh, then that's when that whole scandal happened with the pastor over there. And Ted Haggard. I mean, that happened, that happened like... That happened in 06, so that was like six years after he left here, five or six years after he left here. Because he, he went, went to he the went Trinity from here, in Amarillo, right? From here, he went to Trinity Amarillo for a little while, and then he was in Gateway in Dallas with Robert mm, okay. Robert Morris, and then they called him up to, to Colorado Springs after Ted Haggard's whole deal thing uh, happened. You are late again. I think we were almost about to shut down, so sucks. Ashley, what are you doing, dude? Dude, get your pots in a row, my guy. <laughs> Ashley. Miss you. Haven't seen you in a while. It's been a long, hot minute. I saw you Saturday. It was good to see you. I didn't see you Saturday, so. It's because he hates the Lord. Wait, were y'all burning or praying Amarillo? We were praying Amarillo on Saturday. Oh, nice. Okay. (laughs) I've not seen you. I haven't prayed for Amarillo, nor have I burned it. Actually, I burned it one time. Not recently. You burned Amarillo once. I burned Amarillo one time, yeah. I left that sucker on fire. (laughs) Yo, but I don't know what it is, but it was in the summer and it was hot. I was like, oh, yo, yeah. what the heck, people? That was rough, dude. The last couple have been a lot better because they weren't hot. Oh, yeah, I preached at, uh, at Pray Amarillo on Saturday night, too. Oh, yeah? I should have invited you, probably. Were you all like, hey, I'm going to pray real hard? Uh, I preached real hard, though. Oh. Hey, I'm going to preach real hard. I did. And I was like, oh, hey. I was like. I'm going to try not to be too long-winded, but y'all gave a preacher a microphone, so we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens, And everybody's like, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Take your time, paster. Take your time. <laughs> I got all day. Take all the time you need, boy. My uh, One of my sermons at Victory, I was told to keep it at 25 minutes. It was a Wednesday night. You preached night. like 45, didn't I you? preached 45 <laughs> minutes. So, yeah. That's a dope message, bro. I got very long-winded. Sorry. You said something, and I was like, I don't think you're supposed to say that. Oh, I think you said, I freak out. <laughs> I think so. I freak out. Something like that, yeah. And you also said we were going a few times. We were going a few times. That is true. I did say that. It happened. Well, dude, thank you for the history lesson for sure. Yeah, dude. Thank you for that's, all of you guys to join us. That's my whole life. Well, that's not his whole life, but we'll get into it some more because I don't know why. I just I just thought just share something. Yeah. You know? It's like mine is like. Like, I don't know why the CFNI question came up. I don't know. And that led us into the whole Trinity stuff. Yeah. And, I mean, we just got to the beginning of his Trinity life. That's we'll true. See, uh, we'll see where it goes from there next week. Yeah. Unless somebody oh, yeah. else hey, needs our next help. week, uh, I cannot record on Monday night. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so don't expect us next week. So maybe not next week. But the week after? We'll see. <laughs> I would try to do a better job of posting it on the page, so just be aware. Yeah, and I'm going to, I seriously am going to try and get these uploaded to SoundCloud, mainly because I spent so much money to <laughs> to have SoundCloud host them. So we have to get them uploaded. So we got to get them uploaded. But, uh, all for the glory of the king, All obviously. for the glory of the king, obviously. And uh, Ashley, to answer your question, I will not be praying nor burning Amarillo anytime soon. I mean, you're going to be there Sunday night. That is true, actually. It's not for Pray Amarillo. You're going to be gathering with some eagles. I am going to get uh, be gathering a lot of eagles while I'm there. Wait, where's this event going to be at? Pray Amarillo. Pray Amarillo, okay. Yeah. And we're going to gather all the eagles? Yeah. Ashley, you can't come. I'm sorry. 
It is a, a gathering of the Eagles, not a Pray Amarillo event, so you can't go. <laughs> but it's in their building. You know how they say, like, anybody's welcome. The Lord loves you. You're not welcome. The Lord loves you, but you're not welcome. You can't come. I'm sorry. Oh, man. Okay, well. I was hoping she would respond to it or something. I'm, sure I'm waiting will. for her I to mean, just respond. <laughs> Ashley, hurry up, bro. Respond, please. Maybe it's because uh, the no, algorithm. Oh, there she goes. I love you, too. Ah. <laughs> nice. You're the man. <laughs> Yo, I don't know what it was. Okay, so I know, you know, the whole week, um, the whole baby, you know, congratulations again. Um, but, Proud of uh, you. That uh, that following Sunday, uh, uh, Morgan is at church with all the babies. Yeah, dude. Right? Uh, well, except wild, for the new one. Bro. But yeah, he's yeah. with all the kids. And then, like, oh. Ellie is the most sweetest, cutest kid oh, alive. Like, dude. I don't know what it is that she's just, like, she's I see her bro. and it's like, yo, why are you so adorable, bro? Like, <laughs> she is, dude. She's so Is this even cute. fair for you to be this adorable, dude, bro? She's three and a half, dog. Dude. I was surprised when Morgan told me that the other night. She's the cutest like, kid three ever, three and a half? So she's cute. almost four, bro. She's this big, dog. So cute, so <laughs> adorable. I mean, she's like, like, I mean, she's not this tiny, she's but she, she feels this, this big. Yay, back. <laughs> She feels that, I mean, it's just, yeah, she's the cutest thing on earth. So if you bring her to gather all the eagles, then I'll let you in. But I have to see her first, and then you can come in. I'll be standing by the door to make sure. He won't. He won't be. I'll probably be trying to learn these notes from what I just learned before. I keep. I still keep forgetting that you're playing uh, keys on Sunday night. I don't know why I'm thinking, like, what am I going to play on Sunday night? Obviously drums, but you're going to do great. It's going to be fine. Thanks, bro. Wayne will be there, dude. It's going to be great. If you hear a lot of wrong notes, just know it's me. Uh, any, anybody that's listening to this right now on Sunday night. On Sunday night. I think it starts at 6 o'clock at the Prey Amarillo building on uh, 50th Street. 45th and Sansi. It's not at 45th and Sansi. It's not at 45th. It's that's at actually the edge of 50th on the Canyon E-Way. There's a big sign the... that says PA. It's blue. Come and hear Wayne preach. That dude's it's a awesome. wizard. Yeah, I don't think there's chalk here. No, there's no. So leave Ellie home no to take here. care of the house, and y'all come on. <laughs> Ellie, you can take care of the house. It's all right. You're old enough now. Leave Tyler in charge. It'll be great. Boom. Be sure to wipe your sister's muckles, and everything will be It'll all be right. Fine. It'll be fine. It'll be fine, dude. What is there to worry about? It'll be okay. While her sister, while Ellie's just rubbing all these muckles over <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how old I was the first time that they let me stay home alone. I had to be nine. Like, there, I mean, stay home alone, meaning, like, they left and went somewhere during the summer or whatever, and I stayed by myself. But oh, yeah, no. I also, I had, I keep forgetting the fact that I'm a baby child, and so there was always somebody older than me at the house. <laughs> but, I mean... I could have handled it. No, my parents. I know how not... to make a scrambled egg and a grilled cheese at nine years old, bro. My parents were the parents that tried McFatty. to like find spurts where they could leave and come back in time where it would seem like no, like nothing changed. Yeah, it was during naps. Like oh, they okay. would leave and they'd be like, "Okay, we can go to the store real quick and come back. He's not gonna wake up." Yeah. Well, I did wake up, <laughs> and, and thought I your thought family had been that I left. <laughs> I was left behind, bro. I thought that I was left behind. 
How many times does this happen? Just once? Dude, like at least twice. <laughs> but I fell asleep during nap. Uh, I mean, no, like I took a fat old fell nap. Fell asleep during, during naps. Yeah, I know. I read during naps and then I, I said it. Sorry. Thanks, Ashley, for, uh, for just, you know, just ruining my concentration. Congratulations. Thank you, Ashley, for that. But <clears throat> I crashed out. My parents leave to the store somewhere. Nothing's going right. I call them from the house phone. They won't answer. It goes straight to voicemail, bro. <laughs> Obviously, Satan. They didn't want to talk to you, bro. Obviously, Jesus had taken my parents and Satan was messing with my mind and he's saying, I'm coming for you now. <laughs> and I'm like, no, bro. I swear I didn't mean to steal <laughs> that double bubble from the bin. You 100% meant to. And then, yes, I did. And then, <laughs> like, I'm sitting there about to cry because nobody's there. It's just me. And then all of a sudden, the door opens and then my brothers are laughing and my mom is, you know, talking to my dad and I'm like, where were you? <laughs> I thought I got left behind. <laughs> and then your mom would be like, oh, flaquito. She was like, no, calm down. We just went to go get food. Did you bring me back something? Yes, hurry up, go sit down. <laughs> okay. Okay, mommy. Okay, mommy. I went to go sit down and eat my food. And then Daya put a big red in the freezer. And then Daya put a, a no, he, he put a, a Coke. He just put a regular Coke in the freezer oh, okay. and it exploded everywhere. And the star of Bethlehem uh, was absolved of all sins. <laughs> all right. Well, it's about that time, yeah? It's about that time, man. Yeah, we've my been going for like going almost an hour and a half. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining. Thank you. All four of you. All four of you. Uh, Y'all are awesome. It's thank you. It's really our fault. I feel like when we do announce, we get more. more, Yeah, if we'd be more consistent and stuff. I mean, in my defense, I texted Derek like 30 minutes before we started, and then he's been nowhere to be seen after he said he loved us. So, yeah. Um, But we just got to be more consistent about recording as well. So, anyway, it's fine. The Lord is blessed and magnified or whatever. Yep. So, uh, yeah. Y'all have a great week. Have it uh, right now. You won't bet. Your best days are not behind you. They're in front of you. The best is yet to come. And as always, God made you special. And he loves you very much. Bye. Bye.